What up, guys? Coming at you live from Beverly Hills. We are here with the man. Uh, at the Montage Hotel. At the Montage Hotel. <laughs> Beautiful place, isn't it? And that yeah, track right there, Bang Bang by Dr. Dre, we asked the man, Uncle G himself, what song do you want to intro your podcast with? And he just straight busts out Dre. So Dr. Dre... Dre lived in front of me for years. Did like, he really? Like right. I lived up the street. I lived on 1401 Oriole Drive. It was uh, Lionel Richie's old house. Leonardo DiCaprio was my neighbor, literally across the street. Wow. Uh, you guys live here, so you know these uh, tour buses they do. Yes, you know, yes, with the, the Hollywood homes. With the people from the Midwest, that, and they take the top off the big yep, shuttle yep. bus, and, and the people riding around, hey, and Jenny lives over here, and Keanu lives there, and Leo lives there. Well, they'd come down the street, and the street T-boned, so, so that they'd have to go left, and it was a dead end, or right, and they'd go down to Dr. Dre's place. When they got to the T, Leo's literally across the street from me, so the van, the big shuttle bus is in between us, and I would get my my garden hose, and when they got to the end of the street and had to stop, I would spray everybody in the truck, <laughs> and I'd say it's all a lie, no one lives here, <laughs> and I'd try to ruin their tour and then wet everybody, right? And when they turned around, I'd I'd hit them again. Well. Leo and his mother would watch me do this and just fucking, they're sitting over there dying laughing. And one day I'm hitting them and hitting the bus. And on the way out, they're leaving, and uh, Leo's mother starts doing the same thing. Wow, so, man. So you can be a bad influence in the neighborhood. That's so funny. That's I was going to say, I bet you had a heyday with them, but you went and told the story. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, let me just give the formal introduction. We are out here, CEO of Credit, coming at you with the All Mindset Podcast with the man, the people's advisor, Matthew Franchina, and of course, and the man himself. You guys just heard him spraying the neighbors or spraying the visitors, man. Yeah, yeah, Uncle yeah, G. Yeah, Grant yeah, Cardone. Yeah, yeah. I apologize in advance. I like that, man. Yeah, I yeah. This, in my, this is my T-shirt. I got had this. Uh, a guy had this made for me because I offend so many people. So King of Cashville, man. You know, it's it's funny, Grant, because you said you offend so many people, but I see everything you do incredibly inspiring inspirational, motivational. I mean, zero of what you do could it be offensive if uh, people really understand the why behind it, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, look, if people, you need to have your toes stepped on to, to, to make any changes, though. Like, I'm not going to get out of the way if, if there's no reason to get out of the way. You know, so, so I'm not going to move. And people don't move until there's a reason, that really. Like, in my life, I didn't move until I had to move. So, you know, the only reason, the only reason I'm pushing on people is like, look, move. You know, this idea that the middle class is broken and that, you know, you, you bought a house and it was a bad deal and I believe it was a bad deal, it bothers people. Right. They're like, hey, why are you telling me that? Why are you, all the things I thought were valuable. Well, you were wrong. Sorry. Like, I was wrong and you're wrong. You're and, the catalyst. Uh, and, and so you could, hate, you could not like me because I said that, but... It doesn't mean right, it's not you're, true. You're the agent of change. Yeah, you're maybe, pushing maybe. That. I, hope, I hope so. So, Grant, I, w- I want to talk. You mentioned movement. I know you're originally from uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. B- born and raised, or just born in Louisiana? B- born, born and raised. Born, born and, and raised. Lake Charles. So, yeah. so when did you make the move from Louisiana to San Diego? I moved Lake Charles. Then I traveled for about a year and a half with a company out of Chicago. Then I moved uh, to Houston. Um, <laughs> I moved to Houston. And lived there for four or five years. Started my first company there. And then I moved to, to La Jolla. To La Jolla. And then I know uh, what, you were just partying too hard in La Jolla that you had to get out of there? I mean, how, no, how, no. Do you leave, how do you leave one of the most beautiful cities in the United I States? I moved from La Jolla to, to live in L.A. To L.A. Nobody. I think I'm the only person in the history of the planet that moved from La Jolla up to L.A. <laughs> right. Probably. Because L.A., look, L.A. is a garbage pit. Compared Grant to Grant said it, man. Grant said it. <laughs> Dude, it's a garbage pit. Come on. <laughs> 
And, and uh, I moved up here to find my wife. So I couldn't find her in San Diego. And I had done enough research to know she wasn't down there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Millions. Millions. I had done, I, I knew the entire market. So I you, believe you, man. And they knew you. <laughs> oh, yeah, they knew me. And most you, of them were upset with me. <laughs> you were married once before for a short window, right? Very short, yeah. And so if you could just define, like, how do you know, how does someone out there yeah, know, we were, like, they got to make we a We were change? friends. We were just friends. I wanted, you know, we, we, I, I, I was in Houston. I visited La Jolla. I had this uh, girlfriend. We visited La Jolla. I'm like, oh, my God, I love it here. Like, I remember standing at Winnessee Beach. I looked south about, I don't know, a thousand yards. I'm like, I'm going to live here one day. Literally three years later, I bought a house within 50 feet of where I said, I'm going to live here one day. I went home every day and I write. I live in Southern California. I live in Southern California on the ocean. When we moved here, I bought a house across the street from the ocean. So I was literally looking over a house in the ocean. And and it was a huge move for me. The house was $750,000, like... Like, it was, it was a massive purchase right. for me. Um, and everybody knows how I feel about a house today, but it, th- th- this was a huge deal for me. And we moved in. Uh, uh, her and I moved in, and I was miserable every, every day I was in that house. And, and I was miserable because it was, a, it was an unbelievable house, right? But I was miserable because I knew I wanted to live across the street, and I compromised. Right. And she and I ended up getting married. And, and some of it was just out of comfort. It was a comfort thing. It was like, okay, we've been together long enough. You know, it was that kind of thing. We're still great friends today, but we should never have been married. Because I wanted to live on the ocean. And she right. was like, this is awesome. And I'm like, I need the other 75 feet. That's it. And she's like, why do you need so much? I don't know, but I do. I need it, okay? And, she, you know, she's like, why can't you just be happy with this? I said, because I can't be. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't belong here. I belong mm-hmm. over there. Right. And so, so then, then we get into all this analyzation of what's wrong with you. Are you broken? You got issues. You're insecure. You got to be on. Okay, oh, maybe all that's true. So we, we, went on, we went on seven years of fucking counseling, introspection. Seven years in exaggeration. but Because Grant can't be happy where he is. We got a divorce. We got married and a divorce. And, and, and within uh, maybe, I don't know, four months of her leaving, I bought the house across the street. <laughs> Did it. And, and lived there for, uh, I don't know, I lived there for another, but I was happy there. Yeah. She, that house is the bomb, dog. Then, 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 but I played it out. I lived there long enough until where I'm like, okay, I want a wife now. I want a wife and kids. I don't want to be a playboy anymore because I was, I was total playboy in that house. It was, a, it was one of those magical places where you could walk in, you could be a complete, perfect, total 100% virgin, and you could be a nun walking into the house, and you're like, fuck it, I am going to fuck this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done this before in my life. I mean, you could be a, you could be a Girl Scout, the, the head of the Girl Scout, like, fuck, I'm going to do him right now. I'm sure they all feel the same way today, man. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> no, seriously, no woman escaped this place. And I'm just saying that, like, like, it was a magical house, right? But And I'm saying that to, to get to this point. At some point, that got, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. So the thing that I wanted, I, I remember being a kid wanting the girls. I want to be all the girls. Well, I got that. Sometimes what you want, you don't want. Right. And when you find out later, you, you grow out of that goal. And you're like, okay, I got that. Now what? And that's when I'm like, I want a family. I want a wife and I want kids. I was extremely lonely getting all that action. 
I was miserable, and I'm like, okay, she's not here. So put the house on the market, not knowing where I was going to go, sold the house, sold all my stuff with it, got in my car, drove to L.A., didn't know one person here, wow. and, and really restarted my life. I've done that like six or seven times now. That's amazing. Restarting, man. yeah. It's amazing. So you, know, you mentioned restarting, Grant, and you, you, you're global. I mean, obviously, you're global, and I know social media has played a huge huge play in helping make that happen. Yeah, yeah. But the question for you, and you're incredibly active. I mean, it's it, people who don't know you but go through social feel like they know you so well just because uh -huh. you document so well. Yeah, that's awesome. But the, the question I got for you is uh, social's down, your family's busy, and the bird is uh, in for some type of maintenance, so you're not flying yeah, anywhere. Yeah, what yeah, does yeah. Grant Cardone do, man? What do you do? What, what's the, okay. the, so No social all, all, media. All Instagram and Facebook is down. No social okay. media. Your family, your family's good and occupied. Yeah. Grant's got some time to himself. Yeah. And the bird isn't available to fly anywhere. What, what do you do, man? Yeah, what, I'm, what gonna pick, I'm gonna pick this phone up and we're gonna do some business. <laughs> Old school texting, business. calling. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know what else I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into the beach. I'm gonna get on the phone, man. I'm gonna say, hey, Avery, you got a deal? Let's do a deal. That's it, man. I'm going back old school. 24 7 grind. So, well, no, I'm we're, not. We're, we're calling someone right I'm now. Calling somebody Let's right do it. Now, Let's man. do it live on Let's the online hey, podcast, man. Hey, Avery, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Good, man. So, so I'm gonna make a run at this thing. Excellent. Okay, uh, but they got a flex. Think they got okay. some flex in them? I don't know. Yeah. Look, we shall see. We okay. shall see. You know, okay. it's. It's a great-looking asset. Have you been through it formally? Yes, sir. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can make a run, okay? I'm coming at you, brother. All right. I love it. Okay. All right. Bye. We'll be in touch. Take so that's what I'm going to Man, do. you got it that's right amazing. on the All Mindset Podcast. That's Grant a, Cardo just closed the deal right no, now. No, I didn't man. close it, but I, I got it. That's an $88 million deal. Damn. Sorry, You're not doing those deals on Facebook, by the way. You're not going to do that deal on Facebook. Right. So, so, you know, Facebook and Instagram going down might be good for some people. Right. Wow. So something like this. Like, like what you guys don't see is you don't see all the other stuff that I am doing. Of course. Like, you, you, you think I'm documenting it all? Dude. I mean, I, Stop I, I, I see you as you've put in 168 hours a week for the last 20, 30 years nonstop. 168? I put in more than that, man. Are there more than 168 hours a week, man? That's 24 Oh, yes, there is, bro. <laughs> there's a lot more than 168 hours in a week. A week. Wow, I like this, Figure man. that out, guys. You, Quit telling yourselves there's only 168 leverage, hours leverage, in, leverage. in a week. Leverage, bro. Because you got other people's time, I got time, it, right? man. Leverage. That's it, man. I do 10,000 hours every week at least. I love it. So you talk about pipelines a lot, right? Yeah, filling yeah, your pipelines. Yeah. I've seen you talk with your sales team. How do you go from a guy who's filling a pipeline maybe with like selling cars years ago to now those are the pipeline deals? Like I did 6,000 hours last week. 6,000 hours yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. 6,000 hours, man. So cash flow king, Uncle G... Authentic. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, you had a question. I don't want to cut. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. We're, we're flowing. Yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. just saying with, with pipelines, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a deal you get in the pipeline. Right yeah, now, yeah. in my mind. So I got a spreadsheet I... on my phone right okay. now, and I got a list of all these deals. And you're just plugging through constantly. Like, I got deals. I got deals. So when things go dry, I go back to those deals. I didn't get that deal. That deal, where's that deal at, right? Those are deals. Those are real estate deals. There's also partnerships and collaborations that I'm doing. So I'll, have, I'll keep a spreadsheet of those. Hey, what can I do to go light that up again? Because nothing happens right away. I mean, mo mo most of the best things don't happen right away. They take time, right? So yeah. it's a partnership, a relationship. You know, oh, there was that thing with NBC, man. Let me follow up on that again. You know, oh, there's a thing with that, the potential to do that show. Uh, let me call those guys. You know, all day. so 
Yeah, a lot of people think that someone at your status with your companies and how many employees and all that stuff, you're just sitting at the top kind of pulling, like, strings and stuff, but you're literally doing the grind still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. It's not the, just the grind, though. It's, it's the create. Right. You know, I think more in terms of create than I do grind. Okay. How do I create? How do I... How do I blow on the coal so it don't get... Maybe it's one of those embers that's about to go out. That's all I got left there. I just need to go blow on it for a second to get it hot again, right? And and, and, um, and someone else Or maybe I need to add a piece of wood. Maybe I got to add some paper to it. You know, you got all these amazing names, Cashflow King, uh, Uncle G. Uh, how, how do we come up with Uncle G? I mean, you, you became the world's uncle? You know, you know, what happened was, I told this story about when I was, my dad died when I was 10, I kept waiting for my uncles. First of all, I waited for my dad. I kept thinking, okay, this is a, this didn't happen. He's going to come back. And then, then you realize, okay, he's not coming back. It's not, it's not happening. And then I'm like, okay, maybe my uncles are going to step in. Because now, now my mom tries to fill the role of my dad. I remember the first time my mom tried to whip me like my dad did. I was like, this is a joke, dude. <laughs> like, this is stupid. Like, what are you even trying this for? I'm 10 years old. She's trying to whip me with a belt. Like, she's hurting herself more than she's hurting me. I'm like, okay, well, that, that threat is gone from the environment. Right. So she ain't daddy. Now, the thing about a kid is the kid wants a dad. He wants strong. He wants discipline. He wants a threat. He does want authority in the space. Just like, uh, not, not to compare a kid to an animal, but the, the do- dogs want to know there's a leader in the environment, mm-hmm. okay? And so I started looking, where's my uncle? I got three uncles, Paul, Vincent, and J.E. They're supposed to be good guys, and they ain't showing up in my life. Wow. Man, well, one of my uncles step up. Where's the uncles? I keep waiting for the uncles. And then I get pissed off that they're not showing up. And then I remember telling my mom, one day I'm going to turn into somebody. And I am going to help other people. I'll be the uncle to others that Amen. the uncle that my uncles weren't to me. Wow. That's, that's amazing. And then somebody said, Hey, you're Uncle G. You're my uncle. Yeah, man. That's amazing. So I, I think of this right now. You you have told some version of this story and things like that, God knows how many times, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah, you're yeah. constantly talking about yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that change you? Like I think a lot of people are hurt more because they don't get out and talk about it. You're talking about so much. Does it change who you are? Does it speed the pace up? Like, can you let go I, of- I don't actually talk about it. Like, like I only talk about it because, you know, pe- people ask me stuff. To me, all that stuff is over. Right. Now, I have been, you know, I had a, I was doing a, this TV, um, what's the word? Uh, this TV show, TV. Uh, we were doing this. And they're like, dude, you got to tell more of your story, man. Like, you got to tell the story about the drug addiction and the dad and the loss and how you felt. I'm like, that's so boring, dude. When we talk about what we're doing right now, oh, no, it connects you with people and people need to see the vulnerable part. Okay, whatever. Like, it's interesting to you guys. It's not interesting to me. Right. You're living like, the past. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing today. You want now, to talk about the future. Now, I, I, what, what a lot of people miss is helping. Helping is a very selfish thing for me. Helping is what helps me. Like, helping is what, it makes me rich to help. Mm-hmm. And, and, um. Give I, up to get up. Well, well, helping's never, ever let me down. When, when I want, when I want things to loosen up in my life, the best thing for me to do is help people. So, when, when. When I want more inflow, I need to help. I need to push out something first to help somebody else. 
Give, so, so like that spreadsheet that I talked about earlier, there's people on there I can help. Right. Right. Hey, hey, can I do that deal? Can I do that deal with that guy that I just called? He's happy to hear from me. I want to see if I can do this deal with you. It pays him. His deal failed in the marketplace. So I'm calling him saying, hey, let me see if I can. Okay. And because if I help him, he gets paid. He, he, he's the one that makes the money off that deal right away. I buy the deal. I don't make any money from it right away. He gets paid right away. Right. So, so help, when I got out of a treatment center for drug addiction, the thing that kept me from using drugs again was helping other people not use drugs. And when I was selling automobiles at 26 years old and I couldn't sell, I'd go a week without being able to sell anybody. Like, I don't know why, I just couldn't make a, couldn't make a shot. I'd start helping other people and it would loosen me up again. That's it. That's awesome. So, so talking about sales, Grant, I know that you, uh, you started in auto sales, but you hated it. Do you, do you still hate sales today mm-hmm. or has that changed? Nobody likes sales. Nobody likes sales. No, no. I mean, you got you 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 you, you got me nuts. You do, you do, you're crazy if you like sales. Like like you're not thinking about business if you like sales. I just do sales because it, it's it, it's my business. And if if you're stuck in that thing, well, oh, I love I love the sales thing. Okay, good. Well, now let's. That's good. That's great. That's awesome. Let's move now into another thing. Because if you love it, you're good at it. Nobody loves sales. There's no good at it. So when the guy's like, I love sales, what he's saying is, I'm really good at it. Now okay. let's move to the next level. And the next level is business. Let's run a business now. You know, because sales is really important. It's the top line of every business. But now I got to, uh, money comes in, now I got to start multiplying. Rather than thinking about 168 hours, how can I think about 6,000 hours? Scale and impact, man. Scale, scale and impact. I love it. What, what's on the bucket list for uh, Uncle G, man? I mean, what's, what's, what, what do you have left that you want to check off, man? What would you want to do if you were me? Uh, but, you know, look, I want to, we, we have 6,000 apartments right now. I want to go to 20,000. So that's a big move. That's three times, uh, three, three and a half times. Uh, I'd, love, I'd, love, I'd love to go sell, sell the portfolio to Blackstone and just crack them, crack them over the forehead. That's it. <laughs> I'd like to the bust these smart dudes, like, like set, sit them all down at a table and put them together like, little, like, like, like a one-piece puzzle. So uh, I'd love to do that. I, you know, hopefully my kids grow up and they're, they're, they have friends all over the world and maybe one of them wants to run the company. You know, that'd be cool. Um, I got a lot of stuff I want to do. Probably got a couple more books in me. And So you talk about, uh, on Lewis Howes interviewed you and you guys were talking about greatness and how you, you get brought to tears from people doing things that are like exceptionally yeah, great, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it that for yourself is still to be done that would bring you to tears? That that is so great and you haven't done it yet, but it is the tearjerker for yourself. Yeah. It's what, a good question. Uh, it is a good question. Um, <laughs> I mean that Blackstone thing that would that would that would be a that would be a score. I want a ma- I want a monster score. Will it bring you to tears? What it would it bring me to tears? You were talking about Mike Tyson knocking somebody out. I'm going to probably laugh that shit. That's going to be some funny shit. I'm going to be laughing. Like, I might laugh so hard I might cry. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, like, shit. You know? Um, But but, but it's about, like, it's it's a potential thing, right? If I do cry, it'll be probably a more more private thing with my wife. And, Mm -hmm. like, wow, can you believe we pulled this off, you know? Uh, A BBJ might might bring me to tears, you know, if I get rid of the other. But we've already outgrown my plane. Dude, I've yeah. only been in that plane a year and a half, and I've outgrown it already. Just from the team traveling with you, or yeah, well, I can't. I mean, I, yeah, I just can't bring. I need, I need a bigger plane. So, is that your second plane? This yeah, is the second yeah, plane you're on? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's but that's a badass plane I got right now. It Gulf, is a badass plane. 2017 Gulfstream 550, you know, sleeps eight comfortably. But, you know, you got eight people in the plane. You, you, you walk kind of walking over people, right? Yeah. So everything changes, right? So, so, you know, I'm not saying that, like, I flew three million miles on Delta Southwest in the United, so I know what being crammed into a plane feels like. You know, if we, I don't know. Anyway, BBJ, that'd be cool. Uh, what else would be cool? Uh, you know, I want to I wanna have more, I'd like to have 10,000 people representing me around the world. And, and the products that I have and, and, and educators, coaches, people actually being a Grant Cardone representative or partner around the world, that would really, really be a big deal for me. So that when I go to Tokyo, I have representation there in the offices. And then when I go to Australia and Sydney, I have representation. When I go to Bali, there's a couple of offices, Grant Cardone licensees that are actually educating people on my material so that people have a choice other than going through 15 years of, of basic schools that they're bored with and can learn the millionaire booklet. Somebody could teach it to them. Right, in their language. Yeah, their... that, that book, by the way, that book brought me to tears because I wrote that book. And That's it's awesome, in, man. And, and we had, we had, it's in 38 languages already. That's amazing. And I didn't, I didn't produce the 38 languages. Friends around the world that wanted to be part of that produced it in Zulu, um, Arabic, Hebrew, you know, that, that, that's cool. And you wrote it in two hours, right? You I wrote said. that book in two hours. I know we're, we're referring to this book, but Grant, you, you mentioned to me that you want to have representation all over the, the, the globe, and it's pretty much the, the 10X movement, right? Yeah, yeah that's um, right. That's and, and, and I know you got coaching programs and, and the licensing deals with uh, 10X, and, and that's doing amazing. Um, share with me about people that maybe you have yet to collaborate with or yet to meet that you want to. Is there anyone that you, that you want to get a chance to meet? Oh, my God, meet? so many people I'd like to meet with, you know, like list of MLB guys, NBA, NFL, um, rappers. So uh, the, the first sport you said was MLB. Yeah. And I know that you played baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Was, was, was that your dream to be a baseball player? Yeah, yeah, I wanted player? to be a baseball player. I thought I was going to be a baseball player. Man, I dreamed of being a baseball player. I was going to be a catcher, you know, and, and you know, I just didn't, I, I, yeah, I, I just didn't have physical. I, I wasn't strong enough to do that. And, and, and I had a drug problems, so that probably didn't help much. Wow, man. But, uh, how much of the ability for someone to do that is mindset? Because obviously physical nah, things. You, well, you got to, you got to, in baseball, you got to look the part and you also have to physically be set up for it right now. There, there's exceptions to that, but you got to have breaks too. I mean, and, and it's probably best that I didn't end up doing that. Right. Like it probably turned out better. Like you you would have had an even more magical house somewhere. No, no, no. It turned I, out better for the world, man. I mean, look how many people you're impacting. Turned out better. Hundreds of thousands uh, for me, of for others, like, you know, it probably turned out better like this. Amazing. I mean, I got baseball players hitting me right now. So, and, hey, man, I want to I spend time with you. Like, I mean, got guys that are active ball players and retired ball players that, that everybody, everybody listening would know their names. The level of impact that you have right now, is it anywhere near what you thought it would have been five, ten years ago when you no, started to get no, on social media? Did, and did, didn't, didn't even fathom that. How did you start to and then, take it then, then we, But we think there, there was something that happened about three weeks ago, and I told Elena, I said, I think we just crossed over into the into the ether. Into the ether. I think we just we did one thing at my office, and and it, when it happened, I said, I think we just. I've been telling her for we've been married 15 years, and I've been telling her for the last five. When are we going to make it? It's a, it's an internal joke we have, but we're very serious about it. when are we going to finally make it? When are we going to finally make it? When are we going to finally make it? And then that day, it was a Thursday, and I said, Hey, 
I think we just crossed over. That's awesome, man. You know. And that crossing over. I think something just happened really special that we're going to look back and say, that was the moment. That was one of the milestones. Is it you've made it or the journey just changes now? No, that, that, that we just opened up to a whole, we just, we, it's like walking through this, you've been, you've been on the planet and then all of a sudden you walk through this invisible little, into another world. I, I don't know what that'd be called. I'm sure they've done some kind of weird movie on it, but we just walked into another space. Right. Well, let's uh, talk about influence. Elena a little more because yeah. you, you referred to her as Muse. I think I heard you say like she yeah, she's a, a bit of a Muse. Yeah. And we're in the Muse room yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I like that. So how much impact is that ether from her? Is she going you know, through spreadsheets, calling deals, doing no. that stuff? Or Jesus, I wish. <laughs> no, no. Elena's a dreamer. Elena's like, there's gold. You guys dig. <laughs> there's gold somewhere. She's sounds like got a boss. The, sounds like a boss, man. She, 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 she's a, you know, it's not, it, it, it's, it's, it is a little bit like a boss, but she is a very ethereal. Uh, and, and, and for a long time, I dismissed some of that, right? I'm like, it, it, it makes me angry. Even even today, it still makes me a bit angry, and, and, and I get a little anxious with the idea because, you know, because I'm a doer, right? I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm picking something up. I want to swing something, dig something, call somebody, do something. And that's natural in you always? No, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a muscle that I've built, right? So um, I am a doer. Like, like if you've, you know, that's my one asset that, that I know I can trust to fill the stadium. So I don't trust that my people are going to fill that stadium. I'm going to fill that stadium. And I'm going to get that deal done. So I'm a doer. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a Brady. I'm a Tom Brady that's going to get I'm, I'm going to, whatever he's got to do to get it done, it's down to him and one other guy. And so um, Elena is the, she, she, she's a, you know, if you believe in the mental, mm-hmm. she, she's a, She's a dreamer. Which is why you had to find her, right? You needed that dream connected to the doer. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think there's something real about I don't really understand that whole thing. I don't understand the, the magic of a dreamer. But I know when a dreamer and a doer get together, dude, they can do some damage. Did you, did you dream of this, though? I mean, where you are now, did you ever, I mean, manifest and vision this is where GC's no, going to be? But if you, look at, if you look at, like, the, the, the difference in the other relationship in this one, that person was satisfied. I'm good. This person's never satisfied. This person, and it's not that she's greedy. It's not that she wants more. She just dreams big. Like, she has massive, like, she's, she's, she's the one that dreamed Driver. of the jet. Wow. You know, I was doing eight-hour seminars. And when, when who, who, whose dad saw me do this deal? My dad. Matt's dad, yeah. 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 Those were eight, nine-hour events. I, was, I would start at nine, 9 o'clock in the morning and finish at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. They were exhausting. I did thousands of those. Two days in a row, sometimes four days in one week, I would do 36 hours in one week, standing on my feet, speaking to an audience over and over and over, nine hours. And um, I went to Elena one day, I said, man, I, I can't do these eight, nine hours. She's like, at what point do you feel good? I said, I feel good three and a half to four hours. I'm on fire. And she's like, why don't you just, uh, why don't you just reduce it down to three, or four, three, three and a half to four hours? We did our, I, so I, I went back out, same, same event, cut, the, cut the, the content back. I said, guys, from 9 till 1230, our attendance 
almost doubled. Our pricing stayed the same. It was a more profitable event. That came from Elena. Because wow. she didn't think she doesn't, she's not thinking with the mechanics. And sometimes right. it's better if you're going to do something to not be confined by mechanics and how to. Because it allows a dream right. to go. You're right. Mark you know? Cuban talks about perfection is like the, the worst thing to try to execute or get uh, things done. Uh -huh. Yeah. You're like a machine gun going all the time. There's always something you're talking about promoting, promoting all that stuff. You talked about uh, inner, what's it called, interdiction? Yeah, 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 interdiction. Did you read that and say, I got to be that way, or you were that way and found out you were doing interdiction? Yeah, so interdiction means uh, it, it means to overwhelm the enemy, right, with, with fire. It's, it's a military term. And, and, and so when I went, we went on this, again, Elena, Elena is the one that booked this for us. So my staff, we went and did this interdiction. We got in helicopters, and, and we would pass targets and just lay down fire on these targets. So um, I'm like, damn, I'm an interdiction. That's what, I, that's what I do. I overwhelm the space that I'm in uh, because I don't trust any one activity. I don't, I don't trust doing one of anything. Yeah, I was so curious to know, did you read it and do it, but you found it out that way? No, no, I saw it, and I was like, wow, yeah. I, that's what I do. I overwhelm. And, and it just affirmed me and acknowledged that what I was doing was right. I mean, if you, wanna, if, you want, if you want people to turn things over to you, just overwhelm them with content, particularly when you're talking about trying to get known on the Internet. Like, get it out there. Just do it. you got, you got to get it out there, and then you got to get another piece out there, and you got to get another piece out there, and you got to get another piece out there, and... and when people say you need to put a, produce a lot of content, they, they, nobody even understands what a lot of content is. That's it. And I know that you're connecting regarding content with the, one of the content masters, Gary Vaynerchuk, out in Australia. What, next week you guys are going to be doing yeah, a segment together? Yeah, we'll together? both be there. Yeah, yeah. That's, and you guys have yeah. done some events together before. Yeah, we did uh, Singapore together, uh, a couple other events together. That's awesome, man. My wife and I were actually just at Singapore last week, and we went and uh -huh. checked out that uh, Marina Sands. Yeah, wasn't that nice? Up there? Amazing, Great. amazing. Yeah, the pool, yeah. we had a bottle of uh, Don Julio up there. It was awesome. Mm. You know, Grant, talking about business. Uh, you, you had a whole bottle of Don Julio? My wife and I, man. She's sitting right there. Ooh. Sarah, right there. She's the tequila drinker. Man, I love tequila. <laughs> Let's order a bottle, guys. Come on yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, a whole bottle of Don We're about Julio. to have it on the podcast. T talking about business, Grant, you always emphasize don't diversify, don't diversify, don't diversify. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now that you're at this mobile stage of still being a, a real estate tycoon, is there room or diversification? I mean, Yeah, but it's a different diversification. Now, now that's not diversification. That's scaling. Scaling. So scaling is I'm adding businesses now. That's not diversification. Uh, Warren Buffett has, did not diversify his investments. He went all in on his investments, then added a second one. So he bought he bought uh, let's say Coca Cola, then he adds GE, then he adds you know Amex, then he it's, he wasn't diversifying, dude. He took he took the biggest possible position he could. Adding Apple wasn't not a diversification. It was like okay, I need, I got more cash. I I, I got to add something. He can't take a bigger position in Coca Cola. So I have these apartments, right? We got 6,000 of them. Okay, I also have this event business, 10X events. How big can these events get? How many can we do? Oh, we're going to do, I'm not diversifying. I'm adding stuff. That's scaling. So it's diversification and scaling are, are different things. The diversification is somebody trying to play it safe. The scaler, dude, he's just a maniac or she's a maniac. That was, that was actually going to line up. The next question was, I was going to say, would you ever be a guest or a uh, one of the investors on Shark Tank? Is, has that been in discussion? Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. I, I don't think they want me. They don't I, want you? No, I don't think they want me. 
My friend Damon John. The show or the pitcher? The producers. The producers. Uh, Damon John's pitched me a couple times, and they're like, ah, we're not impressed with him. You know. Well, they want someone that they can kind of like control, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they probably want somebody with a bigger name and somebody, you know, known maybe more, more mainstream. Man, what a humble and, man! You yeah. are such a humble man with a bigger name. Well, no, well, that's what they want, right? So, so I mean, look at look at who they've had on there, right? So, I think um, the young little chick, uh, the the Selena's going to be on there. Ashton Kusher was on there. Uh, is it Ashton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ashton Kusher. Uh, yeah. Um, um, you know, the 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 tequila guy. Speaking of tequila, he was on. So they want some bigger names, maybe some better known people. Man. And I'm just not there yet. You were there. You were there. <laughs> well, not, not for them, though, in that producer's mind. So it's up to him, right? right? So it just goes to show you no matter what level you're at. Um, Perspective's reality, right? It is so, what it is, man. Like, like right. that's my fault. That's not, that's not their fault. Damon's like, you should have the guy. And then they're like, he's just a sales guy. And Damon's like, yeah, we kind of need sales guys. <laughs> like, sale, it's what you end up getting to in every show. What are your mm-hmm. sales? That's it. And, and let me just say yeah, this: no, we do. we might when, when they because we did send clips to to the Shark Tank people. Nobody's ever asked me about this, but when we send them the pieces, maybe we send them the wrong pieces. Because to, you know, if you send them the wrong piece, they're going to make their impression based on that piece, right? And then say, "Oh, he's a sales guy." Well, maybe we didn't send him. I got a billion, almost a billion five in real estate. I should have maybe I should have shown him that. But then he just seen that and said, "Oh, he's just a real estate guy." Who, who knows? Right. That's why you got to follow up. One of the speakers uh, that you invited at the uh, 10X Growth Con in Florida, the recent one, um, I don't remember which one, but this, this takeaway, he said, explain or break down your life in six words or less. Do you remember that? Have, have you heard that before? If someone can explain or break down their life in yeah. six words or less, can you? No, can you I've, never, I've never heard that. Is, 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 uh, is, is that easy? For, can, can you, in six words or less, let us know who is Grant Cardone? Who is Grant Cardone? In six words or less. Uh. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> is that six words or less? It is. Six words or less, man. I am, dude. I'm bad, dude. Like, 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 like I, I am. I'm a, I'm a serious guy. So, like, I tell you, I'm going to do something. Like, consider it done. I'm, I'm going to do it. I believe it, I'm man. I'm not going to. I'm not threatening you that I'm going to do it. You know, when I sold my house here in 2010, uh, 2012. I told Fox News I was going to sell my house before I sold it. I, w- I was doing an interview. They were trying to. They were going to raise taxes here, and I said, uh, I, I wrote an article. I wrote the governor and said, "You guys raise taxes. I'm out of here. I'm going to pick up everything. All my shit, my house, my cars, everything's going to be sold. I'm going to leave it here in California, and I'm moving. And you're never going to get another fucking penny from me ever. Wow. And this is a mistake the government's making. You shouldn't do this. It's going to ruin the state. Blah blah blah. So anyway, I sent it to him. You know, he didn't answer me. Of course. And, and so um, I sent it to Fox. I said, hey, I just sent this letter. Fox picked it up, came out to my house, did an interview. I got some press out of it. They said, how do we know you're not just saying that to get attention? I said, look, I'm from Louisiana. If I tell you I'm going to punch you in the face, you already got a broke nose. <laughs> I love it, man. So, so I said, I'm, I'm listing my house tomorrow. We sold the house. The house was sold in four months. Wow. So, um, yeah, dude, I do what I say I'm going to do. And then I do it again. So if I got four words left, that, that makes me dependable. You know, the, the word, the name Grant means to guarantee something. Like, I, I do what I say. I'm going to do it. I'm going to deliver on it. And that's really important to me to, 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 to look in the mirror at night and say, hey, I do what I say I'm going to do. 
So you're a badass motherfucker and dependable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Is that six? Yeah, you got yeah. six. That's it, man. Well, you know what, Grant? I want to thank you so much. I know you, you guys were, are great. You, man. you were you generous with your awesome, time, man. man. I Very think this is the you. best looking three people that have ever done a podcast. Ooh, yeah. Man, you are the right there, Uncle great G. Great hair, great hair, all dark complexion, <laughs> olive complexion. I love it, man. Kind of thing how about the lady on? over there, man? She's saying, "How about me?" She's. She's hot as fire, man. <laughs> hot as fire, man. On, you heard man. it right there, you guys. Uncle G, Grant Cardone, flew out to Can Beverly I tell you one story please. before uh, you please. Oh, please, Listen please. Don Julio. Check it out. So we, I was in Malibu two years ago. We rented a house here for, for I don't know, about three weeks. And there was five of us, two, two Marines, Ryan Secco, my wife, and myself. And I had a, two bottles of tequila and a bottle of bourbon. And I said, guys, let's play poker. Let's play we're gonna play poker, and every if you win a hand, it was it was uh, um, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. You win a hand, you take a shot. Shit. <laughs> okay. Well, the fucking Marines, these two Marines, not all Marines, but these two were stupid. So they're like, uh, like, I'm laying down my hands. <laughs> That's wrong. We're playing man. for money, by the way. Right. Like, wrong, everybody's man. got a five hundred dollar buy-in, <laughs> and 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 so I'm laying down my hands. I'm laying down trips. I'm laying down a straight. Wow. They're like, oh, my God, I'm winning. Like, every time they win, they got, they're shooting bourbon, and I'm shooting tequila. Well, tequila is half the, 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 the alcohol content of bourbon. Wow. I got two Marines laid out. I mean, they're gone. They're just done. Puking. Okay. And me and Seco take all the money from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, man, coming through. That's awesome, man. Well, Grant, Uncle G, the Cash Flow King, the People's Advisor, this is your boy, CEO of Credit. I want to thank you, man. Thank Dude, you for awesome. your time thank coming you, out to see us. I appreciate you. And shout out to Dr. Dre, man, the song Dr. he's coming Dre, out with. Yeah. Bang, bang, bro, your neighbor's bang, bang. here, Dre. Yeah, give him a call. He should be up next on the podcast. <laughs> You're right. Wouldn't you like that? Thanks, Grant. Thanks, guys.